Hello, 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 and welcome to Zippity Doodah Disney, the podcast where we help you make the most of your Disney vacation using tips from experienced people just like you. So sit tight and let's get started. Welcome to episode two of Zippity Doodah Disney. This is your host, Eric Frenchman. And in this episode, we're going to go through steps two and three of surviving the most crowded days in Disney World. Step two will be making those dining reservations for the rest of your super popular, super busy week. And step three, which is making the all-important, hard-to-get, fast-pass ride reservations for the rest of the week. Unlike the last episode, this one's even going to be a little quicker. So sit back, get ready to listen, and let's go on that ride. Let's go to step two, which is your dining reservation rides. Do what I do. Set an alert 180 days. Set a calendar alert 180 days before your first re- first vacation day. Don't wait. And even before that, when you start seeing the show up on your calendar, start talking it over with your family. Where do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? Do you want to go do hoop to do review this year or not? Do you want to go to Chef Mickey? You got to know these things, but you got to know them before the 180 day window. That way, in that 180 day window, you're going into book. So figure that out. Next piece, get out your crystal ball because 180 days out, you got to take a guess as to where, what park or what area of Disney you think you're going to be at in every day. So you can figure out where you want to make a dinner reservation. Are you going to go back to your hotel room, get changed, and then go out? Are you going to park hop that day? Where are you going to be when you make your dining reservations? You got to get your crystal ball out. Now, before you go, ah, get overwhelmed. It's a lot. You know, 180 days out. I got to know where I'm doing. Blah, blah. It's not that bad. I don't know how many days you're going. How many, how many nights you're going? Six, seven nights that week or your vacation week? You book your New Year's Eve. I already told you what to do there. So if you're going for seven nights, now you're down to six. You just got to book six dinner reservations. That's it, six. And every time you check off one, you got a little bit less to do. Do it. Get your crystal ball out. Figure out where you're going to be. Step three, I'm going to talk about fast pass reservations. But you got to know you got to know this piece 180 days out because you got to book it before you can do your fast passes. Right now, Animal Kingdom's a two-day park. If you want to go on flights of passage and you want to do, you know, the the normal exhibition Everest and all those other fun rides, it's a two-day park. Hollywood Studios is at least a two-day park, if not a three-day park now because of the fast pass reservations. Figure Magic Kingdom's two to three at most. Epcot's two, maybe it's one to two. The other thing you got to know and I'll talk about this later in more detail, is that the super popular, popular, that sounded really Jersey-ish, the super popular rides are not going to be available at the beginning of your vacation. They're going to be available at the end because people have vacation windows. And just like I told you, 180 days out from the start of your vacation, you get to book your entire week out. You also get to do that 60 days out with your fast pass reservations. So a person or family that's showing up three days before you, they're already booking those days. So Slinky Dog, end of your vacation. Flights of Passage, end of your vacation. Star Wars, end of your vacation. Know that because you got to figure you're going to be at Hollywood Studios two times towards the end of your vacation. 
Animal Kingdom once. That's three nights right there. So if you know you're going to be in Animal Kingdom and you're going back to your hotel or to get changed, or are you going to go to Disney Springs or you're going to eat at the Animal Kingdom Lodge? Go, go to Boma that night. So you go Animal Kingdom, Animal, Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's awesome. Cuts down on your travel. You got to know that. So figure out that week where you're going to be, where you think you're going to be. You get out your crystal ball, you figure it out, and you do your best guess. Book out your dinner reservations first because they'll be gone. Don't be that guy standing there at the hotel working with concierge to try and find what's available to eat. Because you know what's not going to be available to eat? I'll tell you what's not going to be available. The cellular is not going to be available if you want to go there. California Grill, that's not going to be available. What are you going to do? Look, dining at Disney, I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on it. Dining at Disney is expensive. It's just like any other vacations that you might have. It's, it's, it's a, you, you think it should be cheap because it's Disney, but it's not. So, and if you want to, you're going to spend money. You might as well spend money a little bit more. Get the better dinner reservations. Get the better food. Look, the, the, the quality, I mean, they're, they're, even the, the best, the worst Disney restaurant is still going to be pretty good. But if you want to get, if you're going to go up a little bit higher, if you're going to jump from, say, uh, say you want to eat an Epcot and, and you got Rose and Crown. I love eating the Rose and Crown, but, you know, I like fish and chips and the beer. You know, uh, you go to Le Cellier. So the, the difference that you're going to pay from eating dinner in England and Canada yeah, Canada's going to be more expensive, but the food's better. It's worth it. So what I'm trying to tell you is get your crystal ball out. Figure out where you're going to be on what night. Take your best guess. Where you're going to end. When you're going to, what's the first park you're going to go to? What's the last park you're going to go to? And then figure out you got to, you got to have Animal Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Those two parks, probably three, three nights, three days, you know, three, three of your last days are going to be one of those parks. And book your dining reservations 180 days out. Book your character breakfasts. They're gone. Don't wait. Don't get overwhelmed. It's easy. Just, just go one night at a time and do your best. Step three, time to make those fast pass reservations. First of all, you listened to me earlier, didn't you? You're staying at a Disney hotel, right? Because if you're not staying at a Disney hotel for one of these super busy weeks, you're not getting on any of the big rides. Forget about it. It's not happening. Make sure you're booking yourself at a Disney uh, resort. Then you get the 60-day booking window. However, it's a little trick to that 60-day booking window. The 60-day booking window starts 60 days to your first vacation day. Okay? So you're like, ah, what does that mean? I'll tell you what that means. So if you're coming December 26th, you book December 26th through January 2nd. Six days out. The guy that's there, the family that's there, December 23rd to December 30th, guess what? They already booked December 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. The, they already got the good rides that day. You can't even get Peter Pan at the beginning anymore that week. What you're going to have to do is when you go in to book your ride reservation at exactly 60 days out, First thing you do is you, you take care of New Year's Eve. Next thing you do is don't book your last day unless it's a full day. 
You know what I mean? We, we're like a three quarters day, and I know I'm going to end the Magic Kingdom, so I save that for the end. Go, you bulk, you book, you bock. <laughs> you book from your last full day towards your front after you take care of New Year's Eve. Because that's where you're going to find Slinky Dog. They're going to be at the end. You're going to find flights of passage at the end of your vacation because of the booking window. Don't waste your time looking for Slinky Dog on December 26th. It's not going to be there. Trust me. Look for it at the end. It should be there. So you get those super popular rides at the end of your vacation. And because the way Disney does the fast passes, you can't get... Say Slinky Dog and Toy Story Mania on the same day. Guaranteed you, and when they open Star Wars, you're not going to be able to get Star Wars and Slinky Dog and Toy Story in the same day. That's what I mean at Hollywood Studios when I was talking about Step 2. It's a three-day park. But anyway, for now, let's go with Toy Story and Slinky Dog. You can't make those reservations, Fast Pass reservations, the same day. So that's why Hollywood Studios is a two-day park. Epcot. You can't make a reservation on, say, Test Track and Soaring on the same day. You can't do it. So that means Epcot's a two-day park. For me, I think it's a one-day park now. I think you pick, you want to go on Test Track, you want to go on Soaring this trip. Maybe you get there at park opening and you do the other one. I don't like wasting my time on Epcot anymore because there's just no rides. What are you, what are you booking your Fast Pass reservations for in Epcot? There's nothing there right now. Yeah, you got the worlds. They're awesome, but they don't require Fast Passes. Just you go and you enjoy. Anyway, back to the Fast Pass reservations. You're going to go look for the super, super popular rides. They're going to be towards the end of your booking window, not at the beginning. That's why I think you're going to need at least two days at Hollywood Studios, at least two days at Animal Kingdom. Next thing I do is, generally speaking, I like to book my Fast Pass reservations late morning and afternoon and early evening because I know my family. Sometimes I'm not getting everybody up. It used to be my daughter and I would get up and do the rope drop at Hollywood Studios and then go ride Rock and Roller Coaster like seven times. Now she's a little older. Eh. She likes to sleep in with the rest of them. Can't get anybody to do rope drops with me anymore. Actually, she'll do a rope drop with me once in a while. But So I try and book late morning, early afternoon. Don't be that guy that books a 9 9 a.m. Fast Pass reservation. No. Hold on. Before you jump all over me, you might have to do that for Slinky Dog and some of the super popular rides. But generally speaking, don't be that guy that books a 9 a.m. Space Mountain. Makes no sense. Book them late morning, early afternoon. Okay, if you want to go on, say, um, Rockwell Roller Coaster and Toy Story Mania in the same day, you do the rope drop at Hollywood Studios, you book your ride reservation for Toy Story Mania, you get there, you do the rope drop, you head over to Rockwell Roller Coaster, and you do that one. Next thing I do is you got to figure out what you're going to do with a park hop. Park hopping is very complicated that week. Park hopping, you're going to make your ride reservations to the park you're hopping to. So if you're going to park hop, if you're going to go Magic Kingdom to, say, Hollywood Studios, then you do Magic Kingdom, you do a rope drop. You get there early. I'm not saying you're going to be one of those guys that are there an hour beforehand. you got to get there early. So you hit some rides in the morning. You don't wait too long. So you do the rope drop at Magic Kingdom. You're going to park, park hop over to, I keep saying Pac. It's that Jersey accent. Park hop. 
to Hollywood Studios, that's where you make your ride reservations. Okay? So, quickly, summary, set your window, set your alarm, calendar alert, 60 days out. Look for the super popular rides at the end of the week, not at the beginning of your week. And I like booking late morning. I don't book early in the morning. Again, Slinky Dog, Flights of Passage will change that a little bit depending on when I could get the reservation, but I like late morning. And if you're going to park hop, you park hop, the, the, you, you go someplace else in the morning, but you don't make your ride reservations. You make your ride reservations on the park hop. And that's it for episode two. Thanks for listening. We're going to come back with episode three, which is steps four and five. And we're also going to take a look at some emails that I've received over the years and read them live. Thanks for listening.